Blog Talk Radio. of the pajama party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. About the swad, darling. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, happy Friday. Ooh. What up, though? Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh-oh, I thought you were getting ready to hit some funkadelic on that. Mm. Shucks. Gee whiz. Get off your butt and jam. Mm-mm. Isn't that how that song went? I don't know. Go ahead and play it, shit. <laughs> I wish I had it. What's going on, Papa Didi? Um, not much. You know, just another week uh, ending of a same old mess, week, huh? same old madness. <laughs> same shit, different day. It is. Oh. Mm-hmm. As the saying goes, who? There it is. There it is. Right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Our uh, lead uh, topic or discussion Mm -hmm. I wanted to mention is just something that I've, uh, I don't know, I wanted to speak on the person, but I really should keep it incognito and I can't put it in my own blast. (laughs) But uh, anyway, when it comes to uh, ladies, females, okay? There's two sitting here, so be careful. Mm-mm. See, look at that. <laughs> my my point exactly. Mm-mm. My point: Have men just been dissolved like mm. sugar in coffee mm. and hot water? Okay. No, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going there. That's 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 too tedious. We're gonna get deeper than that. Okay. Now, all the rave today. I wouldn't say all the rave, but the topic is, you know, you know, a lot of ladies. Oh, let the women. Let the women. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, I think a woman should be running it. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure, men been in power for a long time. White men. Okay, let's specify that now. Because, mm-hmm. see, when you say men, you're actually talking about everybody, especially when they say men making more money than women. That's BS, okay? White men was making more money than women, not the brothers, okay? So please excuse some of the brothers out of that men conversation. Anyway, let's get back to the ladies. Let's say in particular politics, and let's say in particular, black women. Now, I'm speaking out to the sisters now. Listen up. If you voted in a black female in office that was, you know, she was cool at the start, but then she started falling off on the wayside toward the end, especially toward time for her to be reelected. And she's, let's say she's Democrat, and you're, you're dedicated to the Democratic cause. Do you have the heart or the balls, if you will, or the kahunas now to get her out of there? But you're going to keep giving her breaks because she's a female. And I mean, she's really messing up. And I want to say messing up. I don't mean as far. I'm talking about just not doing anything when it comes to 
of property or, you know what I mean, just, just humanity itself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that she's directly in charge of. It's just not getting done. Are you going to turn a blind eye because she's a black woman in that position? Or will you try to oust her out? You know, I mean, I know the alternative when somebody's already in office, the only incumbent can be a Republican. But if this person's not doing any good, black women, do you have the heart and the balls or the kahunas to to sit the black woman down and say, look here, you're doing a horrible job. Are you going to just keep giving her a break after break after break? Because at that point, she'd become a career politician like these white folks. Anyway, what you think about that red one? Ooh. Mm. Yeah, that's a, <clears throat> that's a rough one. That ain't rough. It's no, it is rough because for black women, see, you know, here we go, black women. Okay. But she, she tell yeah, me point of view. Come on, Bob. But the black woman is currently fucking up. But okay, but may I, may, I, may, okay. I, may I answer the question? All right, go ahead. Hello. Excuse the expression. The, the difficulty in that is mm. that black women, I, I can't speak for all, but some try to maintain a level of solidarity and try to like. Keep on supporting. You know, it's like, hey, sisters, I need you to step up. You're not doing what I voted you in to do. I'm on the fence now about whether I'm going to vote for you again because you didn't, in some cases, deliver on your campaign promises. So sometimes people... Who's who's saying this to her? The voters. The black female voters. voters? The black female voters. I'm saying sometimes you feel like you want to give them the benefit of the doubt because you're trying to maintain that level of solidarity. But the reality is that if you ran on a campaign promise and said, I'm going to do X, Y, Z if you vote me in, and then you didn't do jack shiggity, mm-hmm. then you and might need to go. And it's obvious. Okay, right. let's not put her on right. the edge. Not when it's questionable or when you maybe delivered on two things but not three things. But if you did nothing, or even worse, if you went in the opposite direction of what Which you promised you were going to do, as much as I would like to, to to hold the line for the sisters, I'm going to vote for who I think is going to do the job. So I'm just saying, like, the solidarity thing does exist, but there comes a point where you have to break ties and say, hey, you're not delivering. You're not doing what I voted you to do. So I'm going to have to go vote for somebody who I think can do a better job. I mean, will so. you gather troops and everything and make it official? I mean, are you going to just no. speak on Because now, That's let me say, well, let me, my opinion, before no. I go to you, Kettle, let me say one more thing. Rally let me say, oh, well, then what, then I'm just going to vote the way I choose to All vote. All right, well, here's the deal, though. Let me say this here, too. Now, now imagine this here now. Now, this person here, now remember, when a person gets in office, they become a little bit untouchable. Now they're further away, because if you're a mayor, you're not as accessible as you are as you, when you was running for mayor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now you're getting chauffeured around, and you got, you, you, you're the boss of the police department. You know, the chief of police works for you. So you're not as accessible, okay? So, okay. so you almost got to rally around people to get rid of this person, but... Kettle, what, what do you think about that? I just want to put a couple more things in there. Mm. And you know, as I say, I'm fifty-fifty. Oh. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> have mercy. Because here we go. It's like half is going to be for her because no, we're talking her. about you, not the people, or not you and your rally cry. I would give if her. If you in a neighborhood, I, I would give not, her a chance. That's my thing. 
She's black. She's After female. Oh. I will give her a chance. Um, you know, uh, whatever her term is, if her term is up in four years and she hadn't done jiggity jack, mm-hmm. then okay, I'm gonna vote somebody else in. Okay, I will, I, you know that's my thing. But, but I would ride with chance. her as long as she's on her first time around. Right. right. But when it comes to reelection, right. If she hasn't proven that she can do the job, right. I mean, got to go. Right, she got to go. I mean, I mean, too, not doing something you definitely see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You look, right. you're going over to an area and you're seeing that there's been no construction in this one area forever. Right. You're saying, what the hell? But I'm saying, like, if she, she promised maybe 10, 10, 10 things in her campaign, she's done five, I'm going to give her a benefit oh. of that. If she's done four, I, because she's a black and she's a female. I'm gonna try to give her the benefit of the doubt. Ooh, that, that's my key thing. And just like um, when President Obama, when he got into office, no, we're the talking same black thing. females. Come on now, just a, just a, don't change just, the narrative. No, we're it's, talking it's, it's black parallel female. See? It's a parallel See? to that. See, brothers, they always want to stick the crazy glue on us and okay, bring I'm us say the, the truth. I didn't vote until um, uh, okay. President Obama was in in office. Okay. Because he was a black. You know, he was. I you know, that's how I felt. I, I can do it. I just didn't believe that That's system was was working. Mm-hmm. So you know, that, well, it, it is what it is. I'm just gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you hmm. know, like I said, you know, there's that level of solidarity where mm. you want to believe that she's gonna get it together and do a good job. But when, the, as they say, the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. And if you know, basically, if this person is just riding on a title, and you're not doing a thing. And you know you're not responsive to your constituents, and you're basically just collecting a salary, but you ain't doing nothing. Then, I mean, solid. I'd have to put solidarity aside at that point and say you got to go. But how long would it take you to come to that point? I would at and, least and, you know well, let her not, complete. Well, not only is she riding, office. not only is she riding on a title, but she's riding on the uplift that other black women have given her, and if she hasn't really put it forth to all to everybody, then she's just as bad as anybody else. Would you agree? Well, the reality is that she's not going anywhere until her term is up. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. So I, you're going to at least allow her to complete her term. Right. Well, yeah, we're not talking about impeaching her or nothing Right, like that. that's what I'm saying. So it's like I'm going to ride her out until, you know, when it comes to re-election time, then I would reevaluate. And see, like, have you have you delivered, or have you just been shucking and jiving? But let's go to the phone right. lines and pick up a caller, see what somebody else seems to think about this. Caller, hello, hello. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. What's going on? First of all, good evening, everyone. Uh, this is Papa Didi Jr. I hope everyone is doing all well. Yes. Um, yes. I'm going to go straight to the point. Um Red wine and kettle, um, you guys, you ladies are being very, very soft on this subject. Um, they dancing, they um, dancing. Papa yeah. Didi made it I got, very I got clear. Fred Astaire and I got uh, Ginger Rogers right, over here. Whatever. Papa Didi made it very clear that the woman was fucking up, okay? That's so my point, my point is, yes, she's a black woman, but... At the end of the day, if she's fucking up and it's real bad, get her ass out of there so it will allow another black woman that can come on and do better. 
the more you allow mess to stay in in office, it will um, allow disallow someone else to come in. So that's how I view it. All this, you know, given the chance. No, he. The bottom line, he made it clear. She was fucking up. It was a mess and blah blah blah. And y'all was like, oh, you know, maybe we no mm-hmm. get our ass up out yep. of there. So it can allow because what has happened in the past is when we've gotten in office and fucked up, then other people be like, no, we can't put them there. So Uh when we have the opportunity to get somebody out and maybe put somebody in better, let's do it. Don't keep stringing the shit along. Ooh. Okay. That's all I have to say on that. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Now you you can meet me. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. But I think, um, thank you for calling, for calling thank you. in. Thank you for your call, Carla. I do think there's a difference because male and female, and then she's black. She might have been, say, for instance, she was the first black female to be in that position. Sure, we're going to give her, try to give her a bit of a doubt, and we're going to try to push her forward, and hopefully she's going to do much better. Mm-hmm. But if she's not doing, after, you know, doing well after that term, then sure. I, I see somebody else trying to get in there. I agree. So, you know. But, yeah, you know, like I said, it, it's that's that's a rough one. Yeah. All right, I'm going rough, back to the phone line. Oh. Back to the phone line. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Hello, caller. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. Go right ahead with your comment. What's going on? That's you, caller. Go right ahead. That's who? Hello, caller. That's you. Hello. 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 Yes, that's you. You're on, caller. How right. you doing? Okay, I'm fine. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. well. Okay, fantastic. Doing well. I got these two ladies on the fence because they're afraid okay, to. They on the fence. Anyway, they're they on I'm the gonna fence. Play, I'm gonna play devil advocate for a moment. Um, okay. Yeah, and I'm like with the, the last um, caller called in. If you're not mm-hmm. doing your job, that's a different story. I mean, if you're doing your job, and you, I mean, and you, some, you you achieve something, and then some of the things that you your trajectory was on, and you didn't achieve it. Okay, that's another thing. But if you're not doing the job, and you have not made any moves on the things that you said your your campaign promises were, then yes, I would say, you know. Step, somebody else step in and, and get the job done, you know. But it's not a male thing and a female thing. It's not a black thing, a white thing. It's a job thing. If you put out something, go ahead and do it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Okay. I mean, so you're saying it's not about the gender, not about the color. It's about the No, it's not about the gender. It's not about, I mean, all those plays in politics and all those plays in everyday life. You know, uh, a male had to say so over women for thousands and thousands of years from the day, the dawn of of the day. You know, but it's about doing your job. It's about doing your job. Black, white, green, purple, male, female, whatever. Him, her, it, whatever you want to call yourself. If you're not doing it, you're just not doing it. Somebody got to step in and do the damn job. Okay. That's all I, I got to say. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. All You're right. welcome. Well, that's the voice of the people. Mm-hmm. All right. So 
Cheryl, we've been called out. They said we've been too soft. <laughs> I still say I'm going to try to support my sisters as much as I can. Right. But, that's, but only as much as I can. Right. Yeah, but that, yeah, that premise should only go to a certain point. Well, like I said, as much as I can. Yeah. When you get to the point where now you're just screwing up to the point where I'm like, look, I'm going to have to cut you loose. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried to back you. I tried to support you, tried to encourage you. But when you get to the point where <laughs> you just aren't redeemable, right? I'm going to kick you to the curb and move on to somebody else that can get the job done. And, you know, I brought this subject up because, like I said, I'm not going to put the person's name out, but I do feel that there is a person of color in office, female, in a county, you know, uh, in Maryland, I'll put I'll, I'll put that out there. I'll leave, I'll leave it right there. No, no, no. You can draw your own conclusions, but I'm not going to drop the person's name. Right. Okay. But I do feel that there's a person in Maryland that you know where that person, in my opinion, there's a lot of vacant areas, there's a lot of destitute areas, there's a lot of things that are not being done, there's a lot of undone things. And as I ride around the state of Maryland, I see a lot of that. Well, that, I wouldn't say that county in Maryland because, you know, Maryland got stuff chopped up like lunch meat as far as counties are concerned. That that particular county is just like, you know, it's a, a lot of stuff not being vacant. When I see vacant areas, acres and acres and acres of areas that are not being done anything to it, I don't believe in a bunch of townhouses being built either is productive. Don't get me wrong, because if you're going to build townhouses, you got to build supermarkets. That's going to be conducive for everybody all as well. But vacant areas that are just dismal for four or five years since the person's been in office, you know, it's getting it's getting ugly. It's getting bad. And I don't think that anybody's speaking on it because of the whole color thing. Because in most cases, black women can be very articulate, you know what I mean? with the hair and the face and the nails and the characteristics on TV, and they shine with their beautiful brown skin, and nobody has any objections because they're just black, 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 beautiful, 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 yada, yada, yada. And the fact that the underbelly of things are getting undone just gets unspoken. And I'm just speaking on that. I'm not saying it out of any kind of, you know, disarray as a male, but, uh, you know, check yourself for you wreck yourself. Anyway, uh, we're going to do the rundown. That was just our... Initial topic. All right. Uh, let's see. Kel, what's on the uh, docket for the rundown tonight? What's on the docket? All right. I need my, what was that thing, pound mallet or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Get that. What is that thing called, a hammer? Not a hammer. Well, it's going to be a hammer tonight. Put, <laughs> put Papa Didi in order. All right. <laughs> see, here we go. What the hell oh, did I do? Joe Papa. All right. no. Let's get into it. In focus. My damn pinata up in this joint. Uh, FEMA bill seeks to end racial and in- income disparities with aid. Also, Magic Johnson reportedly planning to purchase the Denver Broncos. Oh wow! And um, uh, formula shortage hardest uh, for families on the WIC or food stamps. Also, a cocktail of the week is the Berry Vodka Smash. What's popping with Papa Didi? I'm quite sure we got plenty of interesting things to talk about. Our weird news, we're going to lighten it up, of course. Kim Jong-un lookalike disputes Australian election. Also, Michigan researchers are putting the quote-unquote P in peony. An Indian couple longing for a grandchild to his son and his wife. 
Okay. Wow. Interesting. Just um, I'm just saying with red wine, the eraser is working harder. Uh, the eraser is working hard. Living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap up, the kisser list, and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with In Focus. This is Beyonce. No! It's Friday night, so run and tell somebody that the pajama party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on until 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with uh, Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. I'm sorry, darling. Got a little bit of starting stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> Ooh, <that's laughs> personal. All right. Yeah. Mm. What we got? All here? right, let's go in focus. Okay. Um. Okay. FEMA. Oh boy, yeah. what are they up to? <clears throat> Shiggy with them. <laughs> FEMA um bill seeks to end racial and income disparities in the natural disaster aid. Interesting. Mm. It's about time. So mm-hmm. maybe they'll work together and, and, and work on that. Um, excuse me, studies have shown white survivors and those um, with higher incomes are often more likely to receive help from the Federal uh, Emergency um, Management Agency, which is FEMA. FEMA has been under fire as an agency since Hurricane Katrina, really. Uh, but a new bill seeks to close the gap in terms of disaster funds uh, disbursement. So um, a new piece of legislation has been introduced by uh, Beanie Thompson, a Democrat, and um, Senator Elizabeth Warren. Okay, we know who she is. Um, this will require FEMA to incenter, um equity in its programs and change how it collects data to flag and fix disparities. Um, it goes on to say whether you um, receive assistance after disaster shouldn't depend on your zip code or background. Wow. Uh, Thompson, whose district spanning the Mississippi Delta is one of the poorest regions in the uh, country, um, said in a statement. It's past time that the federal government, and particularly the, the FEMA, makes disaster assistance equity a real priority to reduce the barriers uh, to recovery. Makes sense. The legislation would also allow local governments affected by Disasters to request aid directly from FEMA in some circumstances. Okay, the bill would also require the Government um, Accountability Office to uh, review whether FEMA's criteria is considered state's request to help affect uh, equity for undeserved communities. Okay, 
Uh, it goes on to say, far too long, um, frontline communities have been disappropriately impacted by this um, devastating effects of the natural disaster. It's so true. Uh, we must work towards achieving greater quality in FEMA's disaster response, Warren says. Um, I agree. Um, I mean, uh, Kanye said it best. What? Uh, it, it was, he was saying that Bush don't like black people. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what like Katrina time and, you know, mm. uh, folks were flaring up and like, okay, these people need some help. What are we doing? But um, how, how do they even determine uh, certain No, things? I was going to say, how do they even get away with doing that? As far as what? Questioning black people when they need help when there is a, a natural disaster. Mm-hmm. Are they questioning black people differently from the way they question white people? Is that what what they're saying? Uh, no, I think it's the communities that it's in. Like um, where Katrina was, it's like, like you said, they don't give a shit about black folks. If it was in some white community, they would probably respond much faster. You know, because they had barriers. They didn't want people to get into Katrina, which would piss me off. I didn't understand that. Right. You know, so um, I think that's what it is. It's the, quote, unquote, black communities, um, the disparities are there. If they're in another community, a white community, then um, they would probably give it more freely, probably. They wouldn't ask as many maybe questions, this, that, whatever. They would just, just give us money. But I remember reading that FEMA was, asking black people to mm. show proof of ownership of their homes when they were saying, like, okay, my home has been right. destroyed, et cetera, right. Right. whereas they weren't requiring that level of proof from some white family. Mm-hmm. And that was part of the issue, you know, when it finally came to the right. surface. I mean, because they have records, because a lot of those, they might have had papers or whatever in their home, but that was destroyed. Yeah. So they have record of... When somebody purchases a home, you have record, you know, on file. Which takes me back to why are you questioning these black people saying well, you got to bring some proof? Right. Where's your proof or where's your deed or your title or whatever? Right. It's like, look, go to the county or to the city right. and get the crap yourself. Right. Don't bother All me. my stuff was destroyed. Right. Don't bother me. But see, that's what they were doing. Right. They were telling black people, well, we can't help you until you get all your proof together. But white people were getting checks, getting help, getting you, you should, services ahead of black people. And black folks should have told them, you can go in that motherfucking river. So I'm sorry, excuse me. And yeah, you can so find it in the water. Right. You can fetch it in the water. Uh-huh. Yeah, this stuff. Yeah, this stuff has got to stop. It does. So uh-huh. the, this bill is now supposed to allegedly correct this. Allegedly it's help, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, allegedly. But we'll see. I mean, and it's sad that we have to think everything is black and white, but when you take us there, it becomes black and white. That's what the fuck pisses me off. What's up, Papa? You too damn quiet. Well, come on. Come on with it. I know you got something for us. Come on. You got well, revved up. Come on. Well, you know, the, the sad part about it is that I had just left New Orleans at the Essence Festival that year. I just left around the 10th of July, and that happened at the end of August. Mm-hmm. And I watched and saw the very streets I walked on two or three weeks prior to being there, just being destroyed. And then I saw where they act like they couldn't get to the people, but then all of a sudden the guy from CNN, what's his name, man? Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Yeah. He rolls up on a boat yeah. talking to people, interviewing people. I'm like, well, how the hell? 
<laughs> couldn't exactly. y'all rescue people? And here's Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. in a boat when all you had to do was use an amphibious boat, which is a flat bottom boat mm-hmm. that, you know, that has no real, you know, outward propellers and things like that to chop anything up while they're going through the river. And that was, but at the time, you know, Bush was a straight rookie. Mm-hmm. FEMA was a straight rookie. Mm-hmm. His whole administration was rookies, okay? Right. And you remember, too, Bush came in on the tail end of the Chads, hanging Chads in Florida. Remember, he beat out the guy, uh, uh, um, what was the dude's name that was with? uh, uh, Gore. Gore. Remember, Al Gore was supposed to win the election, and Bush snuck in and got that, and everybody was rookies. And then he picked Dick Cheney, who was one of the biggest (laughs) racial fools on the planet, to be the vice president. He was a dick. And, you know, Dick Cheney didn't give a damn about black people. It was was Mm. Dick Cheney didn't give a damn about black people. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he was a rookie at the time, but that's no excuse for his lack of neglect. Because you look now at Ukraine, hell, we sending more damn money over there and doing more shit for them. And Russians bombing hell out of them. We sending billions, billions to go where? The building's got a bunch of holes in them. So what the hell are we going to fix up? Buildings that are destroyed? And it was also Bush's ideal to try to redo Iraq after we destroyed it. Like, what the hell? We <laughs> destroyed it. What the fuck are we going to do? Rebuild the shit and we destroyed it? So it, it leaves a lot to be desired, you yeah. know. And, and now he's walking around smiling, being an artist, and I'm George Bush. But, you know, what the hell? I mean, it's deep. Oh, now we, the leopard tries to change his spots. Oh, anyway, that's just my two cents on that. Okay. Uh, i got another story here. I'm hoping this develops into something and that some of the rich people in the world come out of their pocket and start doing something with this here. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos is a football team, NFL football team out of Denver. They play in a place called Mile High Stadium. They just uh, acquired your boy, Russell Wilson, previous quarterback from the uh, Seattle Seahawks. He now plays for the Denver Broncos. But a while back, uh, the owner of uh, the Denver Broncos uh, passed away, mm. and the family has decided to, to sell the team. Mm-hmm. Now, they've had this team for 38 years. Wow. So, Magic Johnson, okay, Oh man. he's a, you know, as we know, a very prolific businessman for decades. Uh, now, it looks like he's taking his savvy to the next level with news that he's planned to purchase an NFL franchise. Now, the other brother has threw his hat in the ringer as well, and I hope they got uh, together on that. Yeah, you know, uh, weatherman. Yeah, Byron. Uh, Allen. Yeah, Byron yeah. Allen, and he's 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 pretty focused on it. But hopefully, these brothers are joining together because in order so. to get a franchise like that, you need a bunch of mighty people together. Right. You know, one person will be the, the largest owner of it, but you need a bunch of people, yeah. and we got a bunch of people: Oprah yeah. and Tyler and Perry and yeah. Michael Jordan. Hell, yeah. we got. Five billion just with them five months. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the story. Anyway, uh, it's been reported by a, a group called Afrotech that he recently joined the group bidding to acquire the NFL franchise. So, being said that he recently joined the group, so hopefully they're all getting together to do that. All right, he said selling the NFL team is a complex process involving numerous parties, league approval procedures, and all kinds of stuff. All right, said the Broncos. Uh, president and CEO guy currently named Joe Ellis. Nevertheless, the trustees hope to have the sale completed by the start of the 2022 NFL season. Now, the season starts on September 8th, so hopefully they can wrap this up by then. Johnson will partner with the Philadelphia 76ers co-owner, a guy named Josh Howard, 
Josh Howard, Harris, excuse me, to pull funds and become one of the owners of the team. He reported this was reported by a group called Sportsico. There's so many different groups of news and outlets nowadays. So the Bowling family, like I said, the, the gentleman passed away. He was uh, Mr. Bowling, the main guy. They're selling the team after serving after they've had the team for 30 years. Okay, now although Johnson's been known to uh, maintain his loyalty to L.A. in terms of sports franchise, because he's part owner of the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, okay. part owner of the Los Angeles Sparks, which is the uh, WNBA team, and formerly held a minority ownership with the Lakers, but they they kicked him to the curb. They claimed he wasn't spending enough time with the team, so they said, "Look, you're not you're not here enough. You're all over the place." So. Jenny Buss, which is uh, Mr. Buss's daughter, he passed away. Mm-hmm. She got rid of Magic Johnson, and, uh, you know, he still speaks on the Lakers, but he's not any kind of older capacity. So if Johnson is successful with the Broncos' bid, it will be very historic as NFL owners is notoriously the gatekeeper that is, is white males. Mm-hmm. Reportedly, the NFL team's ownership, 95.3% Caucasian. They have no black representation, and the other percentage from that 95.3 is two owners that are minorities. Mm-hmm. They're not black. They're minorities. I think it's the... Uh, is he Indian or something? Yeah, the guy from the uh, Atlanta Falcons, and I, I think it's the Carolina Panthers or or whatever. But according to that, they're trying to sell the team for like $4 billion. They wow. said the team was worth 3.7. So they're trying to, you know, but uh, like I said, with all the people that's involved, I, I think that's something they should jump on. And they should turn it into a big old party and get all the money people that they got out there to, mm-hmm. you know, do it. I mean, like I said, people like Oprah and Tyler and Magic Johnson and the list goes on and on of, of big oh, money black folks mm-hmm. just to be part owner, sure. you know. But uh, we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on it and uh yeah. She was up with that. I hope they merge together. Yeah, instead of, and don't uh, like battle. a fighting war. Mm-hmm. Merge together and make it a bigger and stronger team. You know, two black owners. Yeah, because that's a lot of money. Yeah. And if you have enough people, and all of you all are part owners, Football then everybody the gets a piece. They will of the get pie. paid. Believe me. Right. Wow. Plus, Denver, you know, marijuana is legal there, and I mean, you know, in Colorado, I believe it's a windfall. I remember reading a while back that the. Um, What's the cheese head? The uh, uh, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. yeah. That's the only team that people in Green Bay actually are part owners of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have stock in it or whatever, but yeah, all these really other do. teams in the NFL, what's, what is it, 32 teams, right? Yeah. So the other 31 teams are all owned by people, individual people. That's a lot of ownership. Yeah. All right, well, I got money. one for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you done with that? No. Yeah. I'm oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got one for you about this baby formula shortage that's going on. This thing has really gotten out of hand. Yeah, yeah, and what I was reading about today is that right now they're saying that it's really hitting people of color as usual. You know, we always get hit with all of this stuff. But they're saying that these WIC families, which is the Women, Infant, and Children program that mm-hmm. the county and, you know, other states subsidize, they're really getting hit hard because a lot of parents get subsidized formula and stuff from the WIC program. So, you know, as usual, and the food stamp, too. People get food stamps um, 
they're getting hit hard. So President Biden now has stepped up uh, with his administration's response, saying that, you know, they're going to do what they can to try to uh, do something to help with the formula shortage. And, you know, they got people, people are driving across state lines trying to find baby formula. If they see something online that says, oh, well, there's formula over here in this particular city or state. One one person I saw on the news this morning, she said she had driven four hours to go try to get baby formula. And then when she got there, she said she just felt guilty buying all of it because she didn't want to take away from another mom or dad that needed formula for their baby. Right. So it, it's just getting crazy. So anyway, the president, uh, President Biden, is discussing stuff with the executives of Gerber and Reckitt, which are two of the um, main providers or suppliers of baby formula, about how they can do something to increase the the production levels and what the administration can do to help with some of the distributors like Walmart and Target because their shelves have been, like, wiped out. A lot of parents are saying they go to places like that, and they have none. Or if they have some, they have certain brands, but they don't have the brand that the parent may need. So apparently, you know, baby formula has been evolving over the years, and there's so many varieties. You know, you have some babies that need more of a certain type of what, um, vitamin or something, or babies that have a deficiency in some way or form, and they got all these different formulas for it. And all the pediatricians and the doctors are telling people, don't water it down to try to stretch it because that's not good for the baby. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, people start getting ideas like, okay, I'm going to just make my own. Let me see what I can do. And they're getting on stuff on YouTube and whatnot. And the doctors are discouraging that. They're saying, no, that's not uh, good for the baby. Don't try to make your own. No DIY formula. But in the meantime, folk are running out of formula. I I saw something where one mother said she just started giving her baby uh, low-fat milk or 2% or 1%. You know, she's just using regular milk. Right. And she said, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but the child is hungry. Right. I think it's a supply and demand type thing. Oh, it's definitely that. And they're that. saying that maybe they should start making formula here because they, they were saying they get most of it from China. No, it's like over 90% of it is made here. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like well, 90, I have to see what the number is, 98, 98%. Is domestically made, oh. but what happened? What had happened was mm-hmm. there was a recall oh. from a particular brand because four babies got sick, okay. two of them died, okay. and there was some. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration found some kind of bacteria in the processing plant mm-hmm. for that particular company. <clears throat> and it closed. Right, and they in, shut it down in Michigan. Oh, okay. It was a major, major. Uh, Major factory. Okay. It served a big area. But then when they did the research and all, the FDA did the investigation. Right. They found that, at least for the two babies that died, whatever was in their system was not found within that plant. Mm -hmm. But they still ended up shut down. Right. So now they're saying that 
they think they can be up and running again in about two more weeks if the FDA approves it. But, yeah, it's like you got to get that thing geared up, and then it's the whole distribution chain. So that two weeks to get started could end up being, what, another month or so before product gets out. And then there was a whole dispute because the Biden administration provided baby formula to the border. And people got all pissed off over that. Well, really, it was the Republicans. They got pissed off because they were saying, why would you do that when people here need formula? So our formula has gone other places other than here. I mean, I don't know what the quantity was, but there's some treaty or something that there was an agreement years ago made that they had to provide certain care for people who have come across the border. So there was a need there as well. So it's not like they took half of the formula and sent it to the board. They only took a portion. But, you know, nonetheless, there was some given at the border. Find a man. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So it's it's a whole, it's messy. But, you know, black folks are taking a big brunt of it simply because of the fact that if you have people on, uh, you know, public support, and you know now they're having to wait and right. Mhm. Uh, because the baby on a rich baby needed like a poor baby needed, but the rich people got more access and they can hover. Once they get it, they can lock it in like they did with Lysol wipes and all the stuff during the pandemic. I don't know how the hand sanitizer just disappeared, which ain't nothing but you know alcohol water. Yeah, alcohol and, and aloe vera. Yeah, somehow now there is a just, short supply. It's all that. gone, really. My ass is in somebody's basement, <laughs> somebody's garage, where the hell it is. Oh, anyway, yeah, right. so it's crazy. Yeah, but that's that's very it's a very interesting topic how yeah. things are disappearing and we got so much crap in the world yeah. that we have an abundance of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got more damn cell phone than they say than the Lord allows. <laughs> all kind of damn electronics up the yin yang. Anyway, Ooh. we won't get off topic. We we, uh, we need the cocktails for that. We're going to take a yeah, break. I, I know that's yeah, right. Or, 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 I'm going to be a draft. I'm sober as a judge. Yeah. This is crazy. Okay, well, you need to rectify that over this we break. Okay. Uh, you know what? Wait a minute. Let me announce that um, uh, it's Stevie Wonder's birthday. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay, okay so in honor of Stevie Wonder's birthday, uh, over this next break, we're going to give you a little bit of Stevie. And uh, we're going to go refresh our glasses, and we're coming back on the other side of the break with the cocktail of the week. You know.
right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of those Papa DDM here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. And happy birthday, Stevie. Yeah. 72 years old. Oh. Steve Lynn. Sir? No wonder it was a Steve Morris. Oh. All right. Um, It's called the Berry Vodka Smash. Ooh. So think of this cocktail as the mojito's arch enemy, packed with fresh fruits, herbs, and natural sweetener and citrus. Uh, If you're not a vodka van, it could easily be made with bourbon or white rum. Okay. Um, So we're going to start with uh, two ounces of vodka, um, whatever you prefer, um, or bourbon or white rum, as I said. How about all of it? Wait, wait a minute now. That's what we call something else. It won't be the berry vodka smash. Okay. Um, two ounces of vodka, two uh, raspberries, one medium strawberry, um, one teaspoon of blackberry jam or preserve, half of a sprig of fresh rosemary, half an ounce of fresh uh, lemon juice, lemon wedges, and fresh rosemary for garnish. Also, half a cup of honey and a half a cup of hot water syrup. Okay. So in a shaker, muddle the strawberry, raspberries, jam, and rosemary until fruit is uh, pulverized into a smooth pulp. Add the vodka, the lemon, half an ounce of honey syrup, and a cup of ice. Shake with a cup of ice and pour all contents into a double old-fashioned glass. Garnish with the lemon wedges and rosemary sprig if desired. All right, that is the berry vodka man. Okay. Sounds like that's uh, all three of those uh, well, uh, liquors. Well, okay, special. <laughs> I mean, you can pick one or uh, two. Or three. Or three. Uh-huh. You know, we don't discriminate. I thought it was like an iced tea. Oh, yeah. All got an iced tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Over to you, Papa Didi. Mm-hmm. What's Papa? Oh, what's popping? Yes. You know, popping. Yes. There's so many things in the world to talk about. It really is. <laughs> I mean, in 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 a day of a life, especially on a Friday, you know, like the day before the show, different things that happen in my life, you know, that are really ironically crazy, and it just happens very often. But today, boy, I've never gotten. You know, sometimes you want to, you get of a certain age and you try to hold your temper and things like that, you know. And I've, 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 I've learned to hold my temper, but I don't have no problem getting indignant, you know what I mean? <laughs> and there's a difference, you know. Temper, you know, brings out, you know, blood pressure and all that jazz, you know. That's when you're steaming and you lost control a little bit. But indignant, you know. I ain't got no problem with that after a while. If the person reaches that level, all right? Now, I'm going to tell you what happened to me today with my insurance company. Show you where customer service is just like we're at a blare. Now, mind you that the same insurance company, they're going to remain nameless because I ain't trying to put my business in the street who I'm insured with. But the same people that, that has my my auto insurance has my homeowner's insurance, Okay. Now, when you call there, you talk to one department. So I'm talking to the auto part. 
because I needed a code. When you when you file for your registration in my state online, you need a three-digit code for that particular insurance company. Now, I do it every year, but I forgot what the lady told me last year because my insurance company doesn't have a number. It was some type of letters, you know, involved, but I forgot what she told me last year. Now, when this is a registration, it's an every-year thing, right? So the guy answers the phone, and I told him my story and everything. And he sounds like he was, uh, you know, a guy about maybe mid-30s, whatever, voice-wise. You know, I, I guess he was Caucasian. You know, he had that subdued voice where he was trying to be fucking professional anyway. Um, so I, I gave him hints on what I thought it was. He said, oh, or let me, and I, I kept explaining to him what he should look for, you know. And he what even he didn't even answer my question. And and he said, Well, no, no, I'm still I hear all this you know people doing this. I said, Man, look, i think it's usually the letters of the I think the underwriter's name, I think it's the first three letters instead of numbers. Could I call it no no but I I anyone even respond to what I was saying. Now mind you, I've been with this company. Man, I broke my house back in 1999, so I know damn well I've been insured longer than he'd been employed, okay? <laughs> All right, let's put it that way. Okay. I've been insured longer than he was employed with this company, mm-hmm. and this man did not even say nothing while I'm, I'm trying. I said, excuse me, sir, excuse me, because at this point, you're wasting my damn time. I just need a damn answer. You ever be on the line longer than the question is that you need answered? Mm-hmm. The question he answered took five goddamn minutes, and I've been on the line 25 minutes with you. Are you serious? <laughs> All of a sudden, I, I came out straight indignant. I said, excuse me, sir. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. I said, look, I didn't tell you three. I gave you three or four hints of where to look for it. You haven't even responded to what I'm saying. I said, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I came out just like that. I said, what the hell is wrong with you? Well, no, sir, I was, I was trying to fail. I said, look, I'm about to hang up this phone. I'm not hanging up on you, but I'm hanging up this phone. Mm. All right? Because you, you're wasting my time. And I pushed the button. I waited about 15 minutes. I called back, and the young lady answered the phone. I told my story again. She looked. She said, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. You know, that's the first three letters of, in two seconds, she mm. said, that's the first, instead of numbers, put in the first three letters of our underwriter's name. I was like, wow. That's all you were asking. That's all I was asking. Now, this other knucklehead bastard who couldn't <laughs> find it, bring me, and the moral to my story is that custom service nowadays blows like you wouldn't believe. I'm trying to watch my language, okay, because I could really throw some choice words at what happened today. And and it's not just there. I go to the cleaners. I got to explain to the cleaners that I want creases in my pants. The lady said, sir, do you want creases? Do I want creases? What is a suit? You're not going to put creases in the front of my damn suit pants? What what are you going to crease them on the side like painter pants? You're going to... I mean, the the things that I do in the course of a day, the people that I deal with, you ever, you ever sometimes go in a Walmart or something like that and you go somewhere on a regular basis that you go to a certain cashier? Mm-hmm. 
that you you know you just look at the look of the cashier and say she's a fucking idiot. I'm not going to go on line four. Line six, she looks a little more mature. Oh, this person here, he's too goddamn young. You know what I mean? Your your mindset, is, and I know it's, it's, it's stereotyping all, but I swear, when I'm about to buy something and I buy at least $150, worth of stuff, and I'm about to pull out my plastic, I don't want no mistakes and I don't want no bullshit. This is my merchandise and this is my plastic. Don't fuck up either one. You know what I mean? And I mean that sincerely. I'm just coming to here to Walmart to buy some shit. Don't, don't, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. I heard that. Okay, Papa Didi. Anyway, yeah, that's what's popping. It's just customer service. It's hard. Customer service is not popping. Customer service is a mess. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah, it's been rough. I know what you mean. Yeah. I think we've all run into some some crazy stuff. For sure. We. All right. Guess we better lighten it up. Man. Yeah, let's do it. Right. Lighten it up. Let's hit the weird news. Cause I, I got one for you. I'm. You know what? Can I just say that you know when we bring you all the weird news every week, these are just stories that we feel like we want to share with you that may make you smile that you probably didn't know about, may not have read. So we're just going to share these with you real quick. Now, I got one about a Kim Jong-un lookalike, how he disrupted an Australian election campaign. Now, this man, yeah, this is crazy. (laughs) This man impersonating North Korean leader Kim Jong-un on today disrupted the Australian election campaign when he burst into an event that the prime minister in Australia, whose name is Scott Morrison, was attending with a lawmaker named Gladys Liu. Now, the impersonator, who was later identified by his stage name, Howard X, started talking to the media gathered because they thought he was Kim Jong-un. So he come bursting in, and they're like, oh, they're putting microphones and cameras all up in his face. And he's up here saying, thank you very much. Gladys Liu is the communist candidate for Australia. And and when he said that, uh, then he got interrupted by an aide to one of the other people, uh, a Morrison person, Mm. who said, excuse me, you need to leave. And they said, this is the most offensive thing I have ever seen in a campaign. You need to get up out of here. So the impersonator responded saying, excuse me, you don't tell the supreme leader what to do. Mm. I support Gladys Liu. Mm. So then the impersonator left. So in a statement to Associated Press, Ms. Liu said she was only focusing on delivering the outcomes for the communities that she represents. She wasn't dealing with the crazy, and she said, I will not be distracted by my opponents and their grubby tactics. So it turns out it was her opponent who hooked up with this impersonator and had him show up and act like he was supporting, he as Kim Jong-un was supporting her, just to, you know, make her look bad in front of people. And, of course, you know, like I said, the media jumped on it like it was fresh meat because wow. they thought he was really the real deal. And I saw the picture of him. He looked like him. 
so anyway, you know, the the the, the opponent was saying, you know, this was one of the best things I've ever managed that <laughs> he pulled this off. Wow. But she was pissed. Wow. And he's standing there talking about, I support her. I support Miss Lou. Like he's endorsing her. Yeah, like he was endorsing he her. The real deal. Right, talking about as a communist candidate, and she ain't no communist candidate. She ain't a communist at all. Okay. So anyway, yeah, that's what happened with that. Um. Okay. Got the next one. This is in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay. What's happening? Um. Uh, they're putting the P in Sioni. No, what is okay. Um, environmental engineering, Professors Nancy Love, okay, and Krista Wigington, a record visit to the Ann Arbor Schools uh, Nichols uh, Arboretum, mm-hmm. where they have been applying urine-based fertilizers mm-hmm. to the uh, heirloom peony beds ahead of the flowers' annual spring bloom. Uh, it's a part of an effort to educate the public, oh really, about their Wait research showing that applying fertilizer derived from nutrient-rich urine could have environmental and economical benefits. Wait, where are they getting the urine from? Uh, I don't know. See, that um, sounds suspect, Papa Didi. Let me see. Also, urine contains essential <laughs> nutrients such as nitrogen, potassium, and um, phosphorus and has been used as a uh, crop fertilizer for thousands of years. Really? Um, uh, Love said collecting human urine and using it so human, so, you know, I guess they study it. Uh, Love said they're collecting human urine and using it to create reusable fertilizer as part of what she calls the circulatory um, economy of nutrients will lead to Human. greater environmental substantiality. Substantiality. <laughs> they collected human urine. Uh, yeah. That they put on these peony flowers. Yeah. I've yeah. Heard, never heard that before. But where are they getting the urine from? Uh, I just said humans. Yeah, what humans? <laughs> Shit. I'm like, are they out there peeing on flowers? Is that why you were um, gone a couple of days, Papa Didi? What's up? You were gone and all. Holy, holy, what the hell is that shit? I, I'm just trying to understand where are they collecting. <laughs> I mean, you know, when they do studies and tests. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. They call in people and, you know, say this is for, you know, test so them. We need this to put on the peony flowers, so okay. put some pee in a bucket so we can water the flowers. That's some wild stuff. He just old. But they say it's making them grow, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Hey, I told you what's in the damn urine. Okay. <laughs> okay, weird news. All right, Papa Didi, what you what's your weird news? <laughs> they peeing on flowers. Okay, where was that, Michigan? <laughs> yeah, Ann Arbor. Okay, they peeing on flowers in Michigan. Oh, God. They got Kim Jong-un impersonators in Australia. Listen here, this is the Indian couple Uh-oh. in New Delhi. They're longing for grand for a grandchild, so they're suing their son and his wife. Oh, uh-huh. crazy stuff! Yeah, they suing them. Yeah, I guess it took too long to produce one. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, come on, I want to know the verdict. I never heard any stuff like that. I want to hear the verdict. The retired Indian couple is suing their son and daughter-in-law 
demanding that they produce a grandchild within a year or pay them 50 million uh, ru- rupees. That's about 675,000. Whoa. All right. Now, this guy named is Sanji. He's 61 years old, retired government officer. Said that he was he said that he was an emotional and sensitive issue for him and his wife, and uh, that they cannot wait any longer for her son, who's a pilot, has been married six years ago, haven't produced a grandchild. Oh man, yet. six years. Okay. okay. He says he wants a grandson or a granddaughter within a year, mm. or be compensated because he said I spent my life earning for my son, earning earning all kinds. Earning, earning money to pay for his son's education. Oh. All right. He said he spent 3.5 million rubles, which is $47,300, for his son's pilot training in the United States. Oh. All right. The main issue is that at his age, he needs a grandchild. He said, but these <laughs> people, but he said, but these people, my son <laughs> and my daughter-in-law, have an attitude that they don't, they don't think about us at all. He said we get and then oh they say God. we got him married in hopes They got him married. They got him married in hopes that they would produce some grandchildren. And he said it's wow. been over six years. And he said despite everything they have, they still need a grandchild a grandchild. Wow. So the court accepted their petition and they scheduled it to be in a hearing on Monday. This coming Monday to figure out whether or not they're gonna put it in motion and give them a year to produce a child. So, mm, that's some wild stuff. Yeah, so um, they're terrible. So they feel like because we spent all this money, thousands of dollars, to put you through pilot school, mm-hmm. you owe us a grandchild. A grandchild, yeah. Mm-hmm. At six years, they say they need something in their life. They need a grandchild. And and wow. between her job and his job, they're not even thinking about it. Mm. So, Why don't they just get a puppy or a kitten continued. or something? I'm like, yeah. Well, no, I mean, these are the grand. They want a grandchild. I'm like, how are you going to demand your son have a child? Mm-hmm. That's some wild stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's crazy. That's why it's the weird thing. Maybe it's what yeah. he promised them. Yeah. Mm. I guess they said in due time, but it's not due time yet. Mm-hmm. Wow. They said, we're going to take you to court because it is due time. Okay. But they're 61 years old, so. That's interesting. That's, that's going to be interesting to follow that one. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna take a little CC. Ooh, come back. But uh, I'm just saying, we're real one. All right, we'll do that. Uh, we're again still celebrating Stevie Wonder's birthday. This is another star, Stevie Wonder.
Alright, no, that's a great song. Uh, welcome back to Pajama Party when you was Papa Diddy. I'm here with uh, Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir and happy birthday, Stevie. Feliz cumpleaños. Anyway. Moving on. Uh, Red Wine, but uh, I'm just saying. What you got going on? What you saying tonight? You know what? Tonight I want to talk about being erased. It's a whole lot of crazy stuff going on. And actually, I'm going to talk about Florida. Because it seems like mm. Florida always got the the crazy, wild stuff going on. So first, just let me say first, off the bat, I do not have a personal grudge against idiot governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Or maybe I do. But I'm just saying, the eraser is working hard. Now, that DeSantis man is doing all he can to erase us as a people. And I think people need to really wake up and see the eraser dust. You know how when you use an eraser and it has all that little eraser residue? People need to see the eraser residue is all over the table. Now, I'm going to talk about Florida. Now, Governor DeSantis and his cronies got together and changed the congressional redistricting map in the state of Florida. Now, their latest move, this was their latest move in their long-running fight over redistricting redistricting Florida. But they got caught this time in all their craziness because, as it turns out, the way that they redrew the map completely eliminated the 5th Congressional District which is currently held by Representative Al Lawson, who's a black Democrat. Now, how how shady is that? You're going to change the map, change it so we just get rid of one whole district, which is <laughs> the seat for that district is held by a black Democrat. But y'all going to rig the map to say, all right, well, yeah, let's just get rid of that district altogether and move all these people into other districts. I mean, come on, y'all. But they just keep trying. I'm trying to tell y'all they're trying to erase us slickly, slowly, and meticulously, and we have got to stay awake and pay attention. Now, like I said, you know, I guess they want us to think that it was just a coincidence that it was going to wipe out that 5th district, and it was I think that was in the northern part of Florida. But... As it turned out, Circuit Judge uh, J. Lane Smith is the one that ruled in the case and said that that DeSantis map was unconstitutional because it would diminish the ability of black voters to elect the candidate of their choice. Because when you start breaking up groups of people, now you lose the power to say, who do you want to be your representative for your community? Because basically they were going to chop that community up into four pieces. And then you were just going to have to pick based on which which quadrant they put you in, based on your address. You have to just pick from whoever's on the roster. But you didn't have, you wouldn't have anybody to represent the entire, the entirety of the community. That's some bull crap. But that's what Slick DeSantis and his cronies were trying to do. So shout out to Judge uh, Lane Smith, J. Lane Smith, who said, no, 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 no. 
that's some bull crap. It's unconstitutional. Ain't going to happen. So, like I said, that's the slickness that they tried to pull. Now, even before that, the Florida legislator, legislature had tried it, or not tried, they did, held a, a special session back in April last month to approve DeSantis-backed maps that gave Republicans a 20 to 8 congressional seat advantage. I'm like, y'all just being blatant with it. How you going to redo the maps so that the Republicans have a 20 to 8 advantage? Are you freaking serious? But this is the kind of stuff that they've been trying to do. Fortunately, the voting and civil rights groups got together because they were woke. You know, Republicans hate that word woke. They've been using it however they use it. But folk down there in the voting and the civil rights were, were awake enough and saw the bullcrap and shut it down. They, they filed a lawsuit, shut it down to make sure that all of this stuff, when they tried to do that 20 to 8 uh, map drawing, shut it down. Because basically it's gerrymandering. And if you're not familiar with the term gerrymandering, it's basically when you draw the map lines to favor you. Not to be fair, but just to favor you, to give, to give you what you want, to help with everybody else. Now, DeSantis' map was going to take 360,000 black voters in that district and distribute them across four congressional seats, like I said. That erases the power, like the one voting block power that they would have had. But, you know, like I said, folk were paying attention and shut it down. But I think the problem is that these people in Florida, DeSantis and his butt boys, are so worried about the power and the capability of black folks in Florida that has got them acting a total fool. They're down there acting a total fool. Fortunately, the law is on the side of right, at least for now, and that's because the voting rights and the civil rights group are putting them to the test and saying, we're not going to let you just steamroll us and take away our rights. I'm trying to tell y'all, they're trying to erase us in the most subtle ways possible because if they can shut down your voice, they shut down your power. Don't let them do it. That's all I'm saying. This is Red Wild, and I'm just saying, if they can get away with it, you know, they're going to try it. But don't let them get away with it. They're worried about the power and the ability that black folks have. And I guess they're just trying to, you know, do what they can to disable us and cripple us. But, you know, we are powerful. And I think that's what freaks them out. No matter what they try to do, we still manage to rise to the top. And it's freaking them out. And I love it. So black folk in Florida, stay strong, stay awake, and keep taking them to the task. Don't let them play these games on y'all. Y'all are better than that. And DeSantis is a bully. That's all I'm saying. That's cool. Well, just uh, to reiterate what you were saying, you know, just stay on that subject a little bit. Uh, I think the, the whole thing really is to make it easy on Trump to 
to to win it going forward. Because mm-hmm. they know with all the mistakes he made and the egg that's on his face, they're still trying to support him. But they know he couldn't win. They he couldn't win a race straight up. So they got to rig the very states that that he lost or was questioned, Pennsylvania and everything else. But the one thing I want to speak on in uh, living for the city is uh, this guy, uh, Doctor Oz. Oh yeah. You know he just looks like a, a little, little maniac out there trying to win something. And he's running up against a black female, you know, who's uh, his opposition, his Republican opposition. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. So there's, uh, it's very interesting because these people think they're a shoo-in, you know. I know it takes popularity and familiarity to win an election for people to know who you are, but, you know, Dr. Oz has been a fake me out. And, And how he ended up in Pennsylvania I mean, I thought this guy was a, either Chicago guy or L.A. guy, hmm. you know, based on his shows, or a New York guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he was going to become a Pennsylvania candidate, you know. So, and because everybody knows, just like, just just like uh, Eddie Murphy said in that movie, uh, this thing with gentlemen, you know, that they're going to go where the money is. You know, remember he said he was in the wrong business. Yes. He said, man, I, I we need to go. That movie. Famous line in that movie, man, we're going to go somewhere where the streets are paved with gold. Yeah. You know, he said, the guy said, Vegas? He said, no, Washington, D.C. <laughs> and that that's where it all started with, you know, vote for the name you know, you know. And uh, Eddie Murphy just explained clearly, that movie clearly explained Washington, D.C. politics. And now it's gotten even worse than the movie portrays it. So it's just a mess. I mean, with Marjorie Green and all them oh people, everything, all that mess going on, and the guy that uh, doesn't wear a jacket, what's his name? Uh, Jim mm. Jim Jordan. That's him. And all these, I mean, it's a mess. And these are all people that's just been voted in. You know, one thing I want to say to people across the world, the only thing it takes for you to hold office is votes. You ain't got to be intelligent. You ain't got to be good looking. You ain't got to be tall. You ain't got to be short. You ain't got to be none of that. All you need to do is win the popular vote. That's it. And that's all they're doing. Once they get in there, that's all they did. You don't need a college education. You don't need... Anything, and these white folks know that you don't need any. All you need is more votes than the person you run up against. That's why they emphasize voting, voting, voting. I mean, and you got people standing there for early. Look at Rand Paul, people like that. Yeah. You know, the guy from South Carolina, uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. These yeah. people, what would they do in their life otherwise? You know, um, the gentleman from uh, who's the other guy, Cruz. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz? I mean, what would they be doing otherwise? Ted Cruz looks like a Saturday Night Live uh, person. He would he would fit well on Saturday Night Live. I mean, it's just it's amazing. It's, it's a mess. Washington, D.C. is an absolute mess with, with policies. And, and, and then we send a bunch of money to Ukraine. I don't understand. I don't understand. So, like I said, just like you said, stay woke, stay aware, because by the time Trump comes back in 2024, well, we better look out. 
Oh yeah. We better look out because he's, he's already out. he's already taking names, collecting money, mm-hmm. building his foursome up. Got rid of his little hotel downtown. He he ain't got no responsibility. He gonna come in here and just boy. And if he ever takes over that White House again, we in trouble. Oh, we gonna we gonna be in big trouble. Ooh, we gonna be in serious. Let's take a break and uh. All right, we'll take another Stevie Wonder tribute break. And then we're coming back with Kettle, who's got the latest info on what's happening in the in the area of entertainment, Hollywood, celebrities, and all that good stuff. So uh, let's see. Like I said, we're still celebrating Stevie Wonder's birthday. So let's see. This is Don't You Worry About a Thing, Stevie Wonder. Happy birthday, Stevie.
right, welcome back to the Pajama Party Show. It's time for Kettle in the Hollywood Wrap-Up. I'm here with Papa Didi. Okay. Are you here? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here now. Okay. And Kettle. I thought something. And this is Red Wine. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, a little technical issue, but we're back. Really? All right. Yeah, we got it. We got it. for two seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he trying to uh, refresh his eyes. All right. We're going to leave All that right. job for you, Papa. Uh-uh. All, All right. right. Time for the Hollywood wrap-up. Okay. Come Let's on, get All right. Come ready? On. Yeah. Hollywood. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-Hollywood. Okay. Let's do it. Green Light's Anthony Anderson reality series is debuting in 2023. Mama Anderson is ready for her debut as Doris and her son Anthony Anderson are set to premiere in a reality show with the working title Anthony Anderson and Mom. This is a European vacation with E. <laughs> wow. So the former Blackest star will embark on a six-week journey with his mother around Europe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lord, help us all. Yeah, it goes on to say Anthony Anderson owes his uh, mama Doris a lot. Um, he said he gave up, um, she gave up her um, own dreams of being an actress to raise him. So as a token, oh, really? Yeah, as a token of his appreciation, he's treating his mom to the trip of a lifetime. Wow. Six yeah. weeks with Mama Anderson. That's going to be interesting. Oh, Lord. And, of course, he's going to be executive producer on the uh, project. Oh, of course. Of course. Also, Stephen Curry is also set to have a show premiere on the E! Network in early 2023 called Black Pop, which will explore how black Americans have impacted and shaped culture through film, television, music, and comedy. He's getting a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, what is his wife still doing on food? I've not seen her. Alicia? Yeah, I haven't heard too much about her lately. No, I haven't seen her in a while. Right. Interesting. Um, also, um, Laverne Cox will also take the center stage outside of her red carpet duties with an um, uh, intimate interview special called If We're Being Honest with Laverne Cox. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> um, which spotlights trans- transcenders, um, tastemakers, uh, and those making an impact on the Hollywood community coming to the network later this year. Wow. She's come a long way. Yeah. She, she started. Has. Yeah. He, she, whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure. She, <laughs> she, she. Okay. She, she. Okay. Yeah, she, she. All right. Um, Wendy Williams is back in the news. Um, she wants to meet with Sherry Shepard after the comedian made some recent marks about her uh, amid the stars online back and forth. Wow. Wendy Williams chatted with um, Fat Joe on Instagram Live responded to his question. If the TV personality would tune into uh, Shepard's upcoming daytime talk show, mm-hmm. uh, which premieres uh, in the fall, is replacing the Wendy, Wendy Williams show. Uh, Wendy goes on to say, I like her, but uh, I won't be watching her be, because I know what she's going to um, to be doing, and that's really not my thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Uh, uh, Excuse me, okay. Williams. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're not supporting her. Okay. Uh, but you know what? I just don't like 
how they said that he's taking over her show. Why not just introduce it as her being a, a, a show for her, a talk show, you know? Right. Jerry it's Shepard. different in a new show. Right. So, yeah. All right, Queen Latifah fires um, in trailer for Netflix basketball drama called Hustle. In the first trailer for Hustle, Queen Latifah plays Teresa, the wife of Philadelphia 76er basketball scout Stanley um, Sergeman, um, who dreams of being uh, an NBA coach. He finds uh, Stanley, however, finds himself constantly traveling the globe in search of the next unknown phenomenon prospect, which keeps him away from his family for long periods of time. So this is going to be called Hustle. I'm quite sure Queen Latifah is probably going to be executive producer or mm. whatever. On this, this is the one yeah. with uh, Adam Sandler? Yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. So, wait, Adam this Sandler plays her husband? That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We have to look that one up. Hustle. Uh, That's what it's called. Hustle, yeah, debuts in, on Netflix on June 8th. All right. All right. Also, Mike Tyson. Won't face criminal charges over airline assault. Remember, he was on the airplane and the guy was talking, well, yeah. shit to him. <laughs> he, you know, beat his ass. So <laughs> yeah, he turned around and reversed. Right. The, right. The former heavyweight boxer, boxing champion of the world, Mike Tyson, will not face any criminal charges over an incident caught on video. Last month, Tyson was caught on video appearing to hit another plane passenger multiple times. Um, the district attorney will not file misdemeanor battery charges against Tyson based on the confrontation circumstances, um, including the conduct of the alleged victim. So I'll put his ass on the chrysalis, Melvin George Townsend III. Okay. Melvin Townsend? Yep. Okay. Leading up to the incident. Um, of course, the video obtained by TMZ <laughs> Sports <laughs> appeared to show Mike Tyson uh, board a plane, uh, bending over his seat and repeatedly hitting what appears to be another passenger in the row behind him. Tyson's rep- rep- representative released a statement at the time that he had an incident with an, a quote-unquote aggressive passenger who began harassing him and threw a, water, uh, a bottle of water at him. Wow. So Townsend has um, denied throwing a water bottle at Tyson. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because I saw one of the clips of that. He ended up throwing, I don't know if it was the whole bottle, but he was harassing Mike. There was a water bottle and water involved. Yeah. And finally Mike turned around and just started punching the dude, like, back up off of me. Right. He's defending himself. I mean, what man wouldn't? Man, please. No, that's just crazy. Look, stuff is... Uh, gotten by TMZ, so shit is true, right? Okay, there it is. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, Brittany, um, was it Griner? Um, the WNBA star, uh, detention in Russia extended another month. Oh, man. WNBA star Brittany Griner had, had her uh, pretrial detention in Russia extended by one month. Um, let's see. The 31-year-old American basketball player has been in custody for nearly three months. Reiner, a two-time Olympic gold medalist who plays for the Phoenix Mercury, was detained at a Moscow airport in February after uh, vape cartridges containing oil deprived from cannabis were allegedly found in her luggage. 
She faces drug smuggling charges. Really? They carry a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. Guess my 10 years ass. <laughs> this shit don't make no damn sense. Right, Papa? Why yeah. they keep holding? That means so they added another month? I guess he's Russia. waiting to go to court, I guess. That's crazy. This sounds like some political BS. It is. They just holding her for leverage. Mm-hmm. They needed to stop yeah. this bullshit and, and just release that woman. Oh, boy. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's all. Okay. I'll tell you, though, you know, the hardest thing about that, though, in her situation is that uh, what you have to do, me me also a person that, not Russia, but being overseas in Europe, mm-hmm. sometimes you really got to have the, the energy and the, uh, you know, the, well, how can I say, the discipline. Mm-hmm. to leave some of that stuff in Europe, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. back when I was in the Navy, man, I tell you, and this was early on, early, late 70s, early 80s, man, that that hashish mm-hmm. and that black opium over in Egypt, mm-hmm. whoosh, mm-hmm. damn, mm-hmm. damn, damn, damn. All right, man. What is that, that, a type of beer? Is that- yeah, it's a beer. <laughs> No, because see, back then it's probably still not the case. Marijuana is not not popular in Europe. I mean, Mm -hmm. at least not in Italy itself. But hashish and opium. When I say opium, I'm talking about the right, right, black clay stuff. You roll in your hand like a ball, right, Mm -hmm. and you can put it inside you in a pipe. Mm -hmm. It reminds you of sage. You know, oh. sage, the fragrant that they put on that big stalk and they put around. Yes, them. you use it to war- to get evil spirits yeah. out of your house. It's some evil spirits that get out yeah. of your Yeah. <laughs> this stuff smells better and more effective and the, 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 it's just it amazing. It gets you twisted, huh? Yeah, not, I mean, not even twisted. It's like a, it's like a massage of your brain. Mm-hmm. But this is back when I was real young. I haven't done it in years. Okay. Well, this brings us down to the Kiss It list. So can uh, Papa D.D., can you explain to the folks what the Kiss It list is? Yeah, people that uh, show their butt over the last week or so or just do it all the time. Oh, wow. And, uh, okay. Well, these are the people for this week. We're going to call them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll put all those Republicans that were subpoenaed to speak on that, uh, that uh, surrection thing. That their insurrection yeah. where they uh, keep playing it off like they ain't got to pay it no mind. And it's really sad because that day, the politicians and everybody was serious about that. They were they were arrogant and, you know what I mean, they just, they were a mess. And now they're trying to erase all that. That's, that's when them people were a mess that day. I know. I don't know who, I don't have the list, but was it uh, Mitch McConnell, <coughs> Kevin McCarthy, Mm-hmm. And I don't know who else. I don't think it was Mitch McConnell. Mitch wasn't in it? No, well, it was I still want him on the kiss in this. <laughs> Jordan, Jim Jordan. Okay. Manchin, all them, all them jokers, man. Manchin's a Not Manchin, not Manchin. Uh, well, he might as well be a Republican, but anyway. Mm-hmm. He's undercover. Yeah, he is. Okay. I also have FEMA, the organization government organization FEMA mm-hmm. for now that we know that they were discriminating against black folks when it comes to getting aid during emergencies and natural Oh yeah, they destroyed Katrina. Natural um all the trailers that there not being used. 
and trailers have a high level of formaldehyde. There's a lot of people who caught cancer in their life living, growing up in trailers. Yeah. You know, because all that formaldehyde that that holds all that fiberglass together. Yeah, they were killing people. It's killing people. You breathing, you sleeping in up against the wall. Mm-hmm. You breathing the same glue-based stuff that's holding the fabric to the the outside lining. I know a couple people that was raised in trailers that died of cancer. Well, also I have the Texas. In Texas, there's a school called Needville Independent School District. There was a situation where a young black man, 18 years old, was discriminated against because they said his locks were too long, his dreadlocks. They said they're too long. They violate our codes. They wouldn't let him walk across the stage and graduate. Mm. Because they said his locks were b- below, you know, ear length or shoulder, ear, whatever, whatever it was. And where was this? This was in, um, I'm not sure what city. Well, Needville. I don't know if that, I guess that's a city. Hmm. The name of the school district is the Needville Independent School District. What state is it? Texas. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, in the south as usual. Uh, also, another school situation, the Duval County Public Schools in Florida, there was a teacher who called a student the N-word and told the student, and this was a middle school student, told the student that black people were below white people, and that's just how it is. Mm. Now, this was a teacher that told mm. a middle school student that. I'd so like to see what he looks like, what images he projects. He probably look like PWT, but they anyway, them, you know. Duval County Public Schools in Florida, all of y'all on the cancer list. Yeah. Uh, also, we got the um, the rats in Washington D.C. Oh, rats were running across the uh, field during the national baseball game. Mm. Baseball game. Mm. It was disgusting, game. and it was embarrassing. And all the people just sat there and watched it. He was in the outfield, and yeah, he, was hopping, was... he was hopping like a kangaroo. What? And he stopped the game. And he stopped the game he was, because this oh big fat rat, the rat was, was going across, and he, he, he looked like he was bouncing like a kangaroo. And the outfielders was like, "It's disgusting." I ain't going out there. Wow! And they don't realize that anybody messing with those fat rats. Oh yeah. So I'm putting the rats in D.C. on the kissing list. Also, oh, yeah, Governor Ron DeSantis for all of that redistricting mm-hmm. bullcrap, erasure. Bull crap that they've been trying to pull in Florida. They keep trying it. Um, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Kevin McCarthy, all of those Republicans for all the bull crap they've been pulling this week. Uh, Melvin Townsend. Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, too. Uh, we got Melvin Townsend. That's the guy who uh, was messing with Mike Tyson on the plane. Mm-hmm. Put him on the kiss it list. And it was somebody and The guy else. in New Delhi that wants kids to have a baby. Yes, he and his wife. That's Sue and, and their son. Who was that? The and people in... What, go ahead, Papa. In, in, in New Delhi, India, they want their child and his wife to have a baby. Oh, okay. Remember yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you want to sue your yeah, own child. For a year. Mm, mm, mm. You don't okay. have a baby in a year. That's some wild stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I heard somebody. Researchers in Michigan. About oh, the yeah, with the dog on the plant. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I don't want to necessarily put them on the kissing list. <laughs> I'm just curious about where are you getting all this human urine? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm wondering if it's the researchers collecting their own urine. Oh, oh. Or are they getting it from, I mean, what do you do? Order urine on Amazon? Uh, uh, Where are you getting all this human urine? Urine's easy, you mean. Go ahead, read one. Put the put, 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 uh, Couple go cases ahead. of beer, you can get urine. Something ain't right. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, something ain't right. What we got for? <laughs> all right, we got something for everybody on this week's kissing list. And here it is. Kiss my entire Kiss my ass. You can just kiss my ass. Baby, you can just kiss my ass. Well, you can't kiss my country ass. I said if you got a problem, then it's bad. You can't kiss my natural born redneck to the bone. All right, welcome back to the John Party Winnie Hills Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle Hello. and Red Wine. Oh, swah, darling. Woo! It's time for the last word. What's your last word, Papa Didi? Go My last word, wow. Mm. Just, just be careful out there, you know. A lot of changes in the world today. I think when COVID closed up stuff for a minute, boy, when things reopened, I think the companies were just desperate. They're hiring Anybody. <laughs> I can't even talk about the lack of customer service in the world today. Servers don't come to the table and check on you. It's crazy. It's just a mess. And, you know, and most of us can actually do the jobs that we sometimes pay people to do. You know? And we look at them saying, damn, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. I could have served myself. I, as long as my food's taken to come out... I, I should have just cooked at home. Why even come out? So, just go easy. Don't get frustrated like I did with the uh, insurance guy today. All right. What you got? My last word is don't fall for the flim flam. People like those DeSantis and his cronies in Florida, they're trying to erase us black folks from the process. Don't fall for it. Don't let them. You got to stay on them like ugly on an ape. Stay on them. That's all I'm saying. Stay on them. Don't let them take your vote. Don't let them take your voice. Pay attention. That's my last word. What's your last word, Kim? Um, My last word is short and sweet. I'm going to make it short and sweet tonight. Um, Love the one you're with. And appreciate the things that they do for you. That's it. Short and sweet. Okay. You're getting philosophical on us <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Love and appreciation. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Okay. Well, we just want to say a uh, shout-out to everybody who's hanging out with us tonight. Thank you to all of our callers. Thanks for your comments, your participation, and your ears. We appreciate it. Uh, it's the Pajama Party crew. The Kettle, Papa Didi, Red Wine. We'll be back next Friday night 
9 o'clock Eastern. We'll do it all over again. Tell a friend about the show. Let's uh, grow the audience. Uh, You can help us out with that. And if you ever have any questions, you can reach out to us on our website at apajamaparty.com. Um, and check us out. Check out the cocktail of the week. Check out previous episodes. It's all right there for you, free of charge, at apajamaparty.com. Uh, I think that's about it. Any last words before we go? Last, last words? <laughs> okay, well, that's it. We're going to get on out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there. Uh, watch your back, you know. There's some non-driving folk out there on the road, so <laughs> y'all watch yourself. <laughs> I don't know what these people are doing on the road, but it's some craziness going on. Here. Anything else, Bobby? Nothing. Oh, oh. Good. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Oh Lord, that was old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's reaching way back. Yeah, Bob's on his age. Woo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, it's been real. Uh, All right. Well, then let's say good night right. and get on out of here. Okay. Say good night, Papa D. Good night, everybody. Kettle. Good night. All right. And this is Red Wine saying good night from the Pajama Party Show. Uh, we'll do it again next week. And like I said, don't miss the show next week. Next Friday, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. You figure it out. Everything in between. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to get in between all that time zone. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you want to say, Papa Diddy? You want to go out with a Stevie Wonder song? Oh, okay. We can do that. We'll use out with that. All right. Well, let's find one more Stevie. Happy uh Happy birthday, Stevie. Yeah, we got ass. Okay. That's a really good song. All right, let's go out on Stevie Wonder ass. Happy birthday, Stevie, and good night.
You know, two years ago, 2006, the 31st of May, I lost my mother. It's the saddest day of my life, as you can understand. But you know what my mother tells me in a dream that I had after that? She said, boy, you better get your ass up there and do what you need to do. And spread your message of love to the people. Now let me know that she was okay. And so I just come here to say to all of you, I thank you for everything that you've done for my career, for all the joys that we have shared together, for all the successes that we've had, for the King Holiday Bill, for every single thing, for our involvement in fighting against apartheid in South Africa, for everything that we have done together, and all the people that through you supporting my music and my family, I've been able to do wonderful things for. I thank you for that. And most of all, I thank you for making it possible through you supporting me to give my mother a far better life than maybe she would have had. I thank you. I love you with all my heart. And I want you to know this. Use your heart to love somebody. And if your heart is big enough, use your heart to love everybody. Until we get together again, I send you love from up above. God bless you. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Put some of us today. Growing a day. Growing a day. Put some of us today. Party cool. Keep it real for you. No clothes allowed. Put some of us today.